Hey, everybody. What's, welcome to Honky Talk. Uh, Todd, I'm here with the human highlight of podcasting, my man, Big D. What's up, Big D? That was pretty good this week. Yeah. The human highlight. Oh, wait a minute. We have breaking news. Uh-oh. Breaking straight off the presses. Uh-oh. It's a hot take. Hot take. This just in. Uh-oh. LeBron James ate dinner tonight at Spago in Los Angeles. Oh Jesus. Are are you getting are you getting all of the LeBron updates? Nah. I nah. mean, this last week there is a preseason ga- preseason game. Yeah. With Golden State, they're asking is this the start of a of a rivalry? <laughs> Win something first. Hey, how about sports writers write again? That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. come up with something new. Yeah. Quit counting on Twitter for all your news feeds, bro. No kidding. Crazy weekend, though, last weekend in sports, man. Man, it was. It was crazy. From, Makes you uh, happy to be a sports fan. Yeah. From the Uf- USC or the MMA stuff uh, uh, to pro football to college football. It was a crazy weekend. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, before we get into our three things, anything else you want to, I mean, did, did LeBron switch from boxers to boxer briefs? Um, I'm going to assume he ate dinner in boxer briefs and, uh, high socks with gaiters Mm. and a uh, long sleeve shirt. And that's it. You know, they've been showing him working out in the gym and the booty bite and shorts. I don't know whether he's. He's trying to be anti the saggy shorts like everybody. Else. I don't know. I think I think he's trying to bring the birds back. The Stocktons, the, the Air Stocktons. Stock- yeah, the st- the the Stocktons with the nuts hanging out the side. All right. Well, it's a kid friendly show, bro. We need uh, to keep yeah, moving. Yep. So so uh, I did my three things first last week, so we'll uh, switch it up and let you do one this week. Uh, okay, all right. So my three things pretty much is going to be the Buckeye rat recap every week. Um, okay. You know, I learned something this week. I actually went against our uh, code of ethics and actually did some fact checking. So you know how I said, Uh-oh. you know how I said the Buckeye uh, safeties were late rotating over. Yeah. Actually, that's a design of the defense. So how that defense is designed is they put those corners out on an island for a reason. And if you think about it, I mean, how many Buckeyes have gone to the NFL in the last, call it four years? That, the, from the secondary? I mean, yeah. it's almost deep, you know, defensive back you. So um, they've lost a lot of people out of that secondary, and I think it's starting to show. And, and, and there's another thing, too. Um, when the defensive line is at its best, you really don't have to cover that long. And if you think about it, with Boza going out, um, that is leaving those corners on a longer island. So that's why they're giving up those big plays. There is no rotation over because everybody's kind of on man. Mm. Uh, it's called a press man coverage. So how about that, man? I did some research. There, there it is. There it is. Good job. Now, the question is, does the Buckeye defense, at least until Boza gets back, do they need to switch to some sort of zone? I, I would say probably. They're at I least mean, switch it up every now and again. 
if Damon Arnett gives up another big play, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're going to break your big screen. He he goes from talking trash to getting torched in like play to play. It, it drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that, man. I think that you're going to have to do something, uh, especially with the way that the uh, they've been getting torched here lately. So, Well, teams are going to start picking up on it and start exposing them. So, um, you know, the other thing is if the quarterback from Alabama hadn't been working in probably what is known as the best college quarterback season total, I mean, the guy goes 13 for 13, throws for – you know, 300 yards, and then he's out in the middle of the third quarter. Um, it, he's just crazy efficient. Uh, I think Dwayne Haskins would have a real shot at the Heisman. I'm just not sure he does this year. Um, he's putting together really good numbers. That's it for my Buckeye recap. Anything you want to add, though? To the Buckeye recap? No. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, I think uh, the Buckeyes are going to figure it out. They've had uh... – they're playing structured around some guys that are no longer on the team due to injury. So, uh, you know, they, they got to figure some things out and they got time. Yep. So what's your first thing? My first thing is the, uh, the Bakers, uh, finally won a game in overtime with a field goal. You're really herping that the Baker thing. Keep catches yeah. on. Well, I'm going I'm to use it to death because that's what I call them now, the LeBakers. So uh, uh, Snoop Dogg went and met with the team this week. What? Who? Uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg. He's a Steelers fan. He went and met with LeBaker and had, had a wake and bake with the, uh, the uh, Baker Mayfield. And, uh, Are you serious? Yeah. No, he uh, posted the picture on Instagram and stuff like that. So he's a, he, he likes LeBaker. And uh, I think uh, – yeah, I, I think if you're a Browns fan, I think you're excited at where you're going. You guys just ain't there yet, but you're getting there. So, yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting they, for them to screw up and lose the game, and they didn't. And I, yeah. I just say Baker Mayfield's a winner. He really yeah, is. Yeah, I, I was waiting too. Uh, I, I'm kind of glad they won because they've kind of took out the rest of the uh, division with the uh, tie with Pittsburgh and then uh, beaten the uh, Ravens this weekend. So I'm happy for that as a Bengals fan. So. All uh, right. So I'm next. Yeah. Uh, my number two, Connor McGregor got murked. He yep. basically got his rear end handed to him. There was no part of that fight that he did well. Um, I'll take that back. His defense in the first, in the first round, was fairly good in fighting off uh, Khabib. Got to say, though, man, I mean, Khabib was clearly better. It makes you wonder if he, he shouldn't have taken maybe a tune-up fight or two because he hasn't been in the ring for two years. Uh, not a good fight. I mean, just, I mean, it, honestly, on K- Khabib's behalf, it was a it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into jujitsu where they were, you know, wrestle and, yeah. do submission and stuff like that. I'd rather see boxing or kicking or something. Yeah. But, you know, if you're an MMA fan and you're not biased against Connor, you got to be happy with, uh, you got to be happy with, with um, that performance. Cause it was, it was pretty legendary. Yeah, it was a good fight. And that actually leads into my number two. So I think uh, Dana White 
needs to be held accountable for what happened after the uh, Khabib McGregor fight with all the animosity and all that carrying over into the, uh, the people outside the uh, octagon and all that. He, he just kind of let this go on and fester for months. And uh, he should have took care of this earlier. Yeah, I mean, people wanted to go at Khabib because he uh, jumped out of the ring. The truth is, is that he didn't jump out of the ring to fight innocent bystanders. He right. jumped out of the ring to fight dudes that are fighters. Um, yeah. Now, the two dudes that ran into the ring and tried to get it on with Connor, I don't have much to say about them. That was kind of dirty. I mean, the guy had just fought four rounds and was exhausted, and they kind of knew that they would get him in a bad spot. But, you know, I will say this. Um, leading up to that that incident, people said that uh, Khabib was not – not a guy who acted on, you know, instinct. He was very in control of his emotions. So the fact that he, he did what he did, um, it wasn't so much though that he did what he did and the effect that his violence had on people. It was the, the fact that it threw the crowd, I guess, into just utter chaos. I mean, they said that fights were spilling out into the, you know, concession areas, they were spilling out into the streets. The Irish were fighting, um, were fighting the Russians. It was just ugly. I mean, just really, really ugly. So Todd, I I think I agree with you, man. Yeah. Didn't the, uh, didn't you say the mayor of Nevada was actually at the fight and had to be escorted out with with riot conditions? So the governor, the governor basically had to be escorted out for fear of riot. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I think the MMA is taking a lot of pages out of the uh, WWE playbook. Yeah, I know McGregor has said that he wants a rematch. I just, I mean, I got to be honest with you, man. I uh, I don't think he can handle it. He probably needs to go fight somebody else for a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. So, what, what's your number three, man? My number three goes along the same MM, uh, MMA uh, lines, Derek Lewis. Oh yeah. That guy is awesome. Derek Lewis is my homeboy. I'm going to be honest with you. So Todd, you play the Derek Lewis part at the end of the fight. Basically Derek Lewis is an overweight MMA fighter. Yeah. And Derek Lewis got his butt handed to him mm-hmm. for 90% of the fight. Yep. And then Derek Lewis at some point found an opening and through what I can only explain as the grittiest haymaker I've ever seen and connected mm, mm. and knocked dude mm. flat. Yeah. So he actually won the fight and uh, his, his post game post game interview was probably one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. <laughs> so Todd, uh, when uh, you saw it too, when Joe Rogan asked him why he took his pants off. Yeah. What did he say? Because my nuts was hot. He said, because my balls yeah. was hot. My balls was hot. That is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him, Joe Rogan said, you know, now that you've come out on top here, will you be looking for a title site, a title fight? And he said, and I <laughs> that quote. That was even better. <laughs> and I quote, nah, I'm not ready for that. I need to get some more cardio going. Yeah. Lastly. Um, he made a comment about before the fight, because he was fighting a Russian, 
mm-hmm. Donald Trump called him and told him to knock this MFR out. <laughs> and then said, and I quote, USA in this hoe. <laughs> that, that was the best quote ever right there. USA. I don't know. USA I mean, between, in this hoe. Between my balls was hot. Donald Trump called me and told me to knock the Russian out because of Putin. Yeah. And USA in this hoe. Yeah. I'm telling you what, that made my weekend. That was awesome. That alone. Yeah. What's your third one? Man, my third is uh, Drake is a groupie sports fan. He goes yeah. for what's popular, man. I, you know, I mean, that's cool. I get it, but. You know, you could have took a picture with dude. You didn't have to be wrapped up in a swag, and you know, you ain't got to show up at every LeBron game and be hugging on LeBron. And you know, I just don't get the guy, man. Pick a team and stick with it. Well, he's he's from Toronto, so he's a big right. Raptors fan. Right. But at the same time, he uh, he roots for Golden State. Yeah. Well, he rooted for Miami before that, and yeah. You know, just whatever's popular. Well, you know, he's 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 got to be in the uh, he's got to be cool in the public eye, I guess. I so, guess so. I don't know. Uh, maybe stick to making music, dude. Exactly. All right. Well, we on to the picks. We are on to the picks, man. So uh, I'll start out with something. You know, this week is not a stellar week for college football. There are some really good games, but uh, there's only three ranked versus ranked teams. So we'll do those last. So uh, my first game is number eight, Penn State, favored by 13 and a half at Michigan State. Mm. So the Big Ten's way of doing things this year would tell me that Penn State's going to go in there and get beat. That's how I see it. Uh, I think thirteen is is fantastically high. If you if you bet the uh, if you bet the numbers, folks, mm-hmm. that that seems a lot to me. Michigan State is tough at home. Um, I'm going to go with Penn State. I know you're probably going to go with Michigan State, but I think Penn State pulls it out. I'm going with Michigan State because I not that I don't like Penn State. I think Penn State's a really good team. It's just Michigan State, man. Every year, they they beat somebody at home, and, and I, you're hoping it's not Ohio State. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> they got to beat All somebody. Right. Uh, my next one is uh, West Virginia, number six. West Virginia, favored by six and a half at Iowa State. I'm going West Virginia. I'm not making that mistake twice. I'm gonna go Iowa State in this one, man. I think Iowa State. Uh, they're, they're good every now and again. So the West Virginia train's got to derail sometime. We'll see. Um, so we'll go number seven, Washington, favored by three at 17, Oregon. Who are you going with in this one? Man, I, I think I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Oregon in this one. Didn't this already burn you once this year, though? It did. But I just think I'm not sold on Washington. I think seven's a little high for them. So, yeah, seven's high. I'm not sure going into Oregon, and I don't know, man. I mean, Oregon has looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 
You know what? It's time we we started like pulling away at some point. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Washington. All right. And also, I love Oregon's uniforms. They got the best uniforms in college football. Which which one of forty? Uh, it doesn't matter. I like them all. They're all sweet. So. And, all right. Um. Then we'll go. SEC will do number two, Georgia, favored by seven and a half at 13 LSU. At night. It's right? it's at a, it's 3.30. Should have been a night game, but it's 3.30. You're probably going dogs, right? I think I'm going to go dogs in this one, man. What's the line again? How much? Seven and a half. Well, that's yeah. I got I um. You know what? Let's make it interesting this week. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go LSU. There you go. And then uh, the uh, last game of the uh, five games we pick, and this is a night game, seven thirty. Number twelve, Michigan, favored by eight and a half at fifteen, Wisconsin. They're favored, and they're going into Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Who are you picking? Man, I think I'm going to go Wisconsin in this one. It has nothing to do with my hate of uh, Michigan. It has more to do with it's in Wisconsin, and uh, they're getting disrespected with that line. I think that's going to motivate them. A little jump around at the end of the third quarter. Um, Yeah. Have we picked opposites all all, every, every one of these? We have. I mean, I, I just can't bring myself. Uh, I, I'm not picking again. I'm I'm going Wisconsin. Yeah, there it is. I mean, that's all right. I understand. Um, so so you texted me today and asked me how much hot water Harbaugh is in if he loses this game. And my response was, he is in the weenie bath, meaning that he is soaking with the hot dogs right now. Um, Every Michigan fan that I've talked to lately is uh, real impatient with this guy now. So I don't know if that's the feeling you're getting, but all the ones I'm talking to are uh, getting a little antsy with the guy. Well... For all intents and purposes, if this was any other year, would they would would anybody? I mean, do you think the line is what it is because they think Harbaugh cannot just keep losing like this? I mean, isn't there a bit of everybody that thinks at some point he's going to turn this thing around? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Wisconsin will. Uh... If he loses the Wisconsin in Wisconsin, I don't think that, that that's going to kill him, but it's not going to help him at all. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm hoping, honestly, for the trifecta of Notre Dame, Michigan State, and um, Ohio State losses yeah. this year. Yeah. But if you throw in Wisconsin on top of that. <laughs> that's a cherry on top of that Sunday. I mean, it's going to be like my birthday if all that happens. So, um, yeah, I don't I, – I think – you know what? I will not have respect for anybody that 
doesn't start questioning if he loses after this game. Yeah. I, you know, he got that gift to that quarterback. Yeah. And, um, man, uh, if he can't do it, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really suspect of where that program's heading. So, right. All righty. Let's move on to the pros. So tomorrow night we got uh, the Philadelphia. Wait a minute. Huh? Do you do you have? Did you fact check and pull our records? I did. The college records. No, the pro. Oh yeah, the pro records. You're still up by two. Okay. I'm forty six twenty six and two. You're forty eight twenty four and two. I I really pulled it out on the. Uh... On the three thirty and later, or four o'clock games and later last week, because I tell you, I started out horrible. Yeah, that, that was a bad week for picking. We both ended up, I think, eight and six last week. So, you know what though? Yeah. Uh, you hear these jabronis on on like who who have jobs? Yeah. That you know do these picks on the weekend or like who actually have the jobs in 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 sports journalism, and they don't do much better now. To be fair, they pick on points too. So right. they'll say, you know, if it's if it's New England plus thirteen, they have to get to thirteen. Or they'll go New England and the points, or they'll say New England. So yeah, but I mean the fact that we're over five hundred at all is a pretty good sign. Because the NFL's hard. Yeah, it is hard. There's a lot more games too, so yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Thursday night, we got Philadelphia Eagles favored by three at New York Giants. Eagles. Yeah, I'm going Eagles in that one, too. Uh, Giants have looked pretty bad here lately. So, uh, next game, we got Tampa Bay at Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Falcons are favored by three and a half. Falcons. Got to go Falcons in that. Um Next game is uh, Chargers favored by a point at the LeBakers. I'm going to go uh, LeBakers in this one. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. You're in Chargers, all right. Um, next game is uh, Indy Colts at uh, New York Jets. Jets are favored by two and a half. Going with the home team, Jets. I'm going Colts in that one. Um, next game, we got the uh, Sierra Hawks favored by three at the uh, the uh, Oakland Raiders. Did you just call them the Sierra Hawks? I did. I did. You like that? What? Sierra is uh, married to Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would have got that, bro. Uh, well, I explained it, so now they get it. All right, hit me with it again. It's the Seahawks and who? <laughs> the Oakland Raiders. Seahawks favored by three. I mean, you can take it to the bank that I'm not going for the Raiders for the rest of the year, probably. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders we can, could, we can, they could we win can out. That one in. They could win out the rest of the year, and I probably won't pick them. Until, until their owner, Davis, gets um, something other than the pumpkin pie haircut, I'm out. I'm out, and we know that's lasting forever. Where's he go to get the? Uh, he looks like he should be climbing a beanstalk. 
He looks like he should be in the middle of a cornfield, scaring away crows. He looks like one of the children of the corn. <laughs> isn't he? Isn't he ginger too? He is. Oof. He is. Oof. He's he's hating life right now. Where does it's rough. where does one get a Prince Valiant cut? Uh, probably the same place Lloyd Christmas went on Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. You remember uh, on Wayne's World? When the guy came in at the very beginning and was advertising his suck cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you get that cut. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, so, let's move on. So now we got the Carolina Panthers at Washington Redskins. Redskins favored by one. I'm going Panthers. Man, you got to go Panthers in that one. Uh Buffalo Bills at the uh, Houston Texans. Texans favored by nine and a half. Texans. Yeah, that's gotta, not even yeah, hard. That's not a hard one either. Uh, this next one's not hard either. Uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the uh, Minnesota Vikings, who are favored Vikes. by 10. Yep. I didn't even need to know that the, it's Vikings. Yeah, right. Uh, next game is going to be a little harder. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at my Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by two and a half. I'm going Stellars. No, I'm going home team. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I can't pick the Steelers. Come on, man. Um, Adam, if you're out there, I pick the Steelers. There it is. No homer there. So, so we got C Dots Bears favored by three and a half at uh, the Miami Dolphins. Bears. Yeah, I'm going Bears as well on that one. Uh, next one, we got the uh, L.A. Rams favored by seven at Mrs. Honky's Broncos. So, I went a, I, I I predicted two weeks ago that the Broncos would lose. Mm-hmm. And they lost. They did. Mm-hmm. I predicted last weekend that they would win, and they lost. Mm. I So, I don't think the Denver defense is that bad. I right. think it's actually really good. Um, but I, I just don't see them beating the Rams. I, I know the people in Denver are going to revolt with three losses in a row. Mm. But um, I'm going Rams. Yeah, I'm going Rams also in that one. Uh, next game, we got uh, the Baltimore Ravens favored by two and a half at Tennessee Titans. The Ravens threw me for a loop last weekend. They look terrible. Um, Joe Flacco, I don't know what it's going to take for him to move the ball, but, you know, he made Baker Mayfield, and by the way, Baker Mayfield, I think is going to be a great, I don't know that he's going to make Canton, yeah, but I think he's going to be a good quarterback. You notice I almost used great. Yeah. Um, not going to say great, but, uh, you know, he'll be a very good quarterback. I would agree. And he's a winner. Right. Uh, it's almost sad that he had to go to that town. Right. Um, I got to go against the Ravens, man. Yeah, I want Tennessee in that one as well. Um, the Ravens just look terrible, man. Um, next game, we got uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars favored by three at Dallas Cowboys. 
I'm gonna go Cowboys. I'm gonna go Cowboys. Man, I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Cowboys in that one too. That the, until the Jags get a uh, Fournette back, I'm not trusting them at all. C dot, stop texting me during honky honky talk time. Yeah, like, seriously. Yeah, get some Chipotle and chill out. For real. Yeah. Texted me like six or seven things. I'm trying to concentrate. Does anyway? Doesn't he, doesn't he got some fish to catch? I I would hope. All right. So the Sunday night game, we got Chiefs at Patriots. Patriots favored by three and a half. I'm going Pat Pats. Oh man, that, that's my upset special of the week. The spat, the Pats are gonna uh, end the Chiefs' win streak. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Pats. Yeah, even though it hurts me to pick against our honorary honky. Yeah, I just. I just think the Pats are going to win. Uh, Monday night, we got the uh, hapless 49ers at the uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers, who are favored nine and a half. I do not pick against Aaron Rodgers. I just don't care. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a no-brainer as well. So, uh, yeah. Pats on that one also. So, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, how this week plays out. Hopefully, we picked a little better this week. Yep. So... So you said you had a fat fable. Yeah, I got a fat fable this week. Uh, I am currently sitting in a hotel in downtown Philadelphia. Nice. Um, I have, so those of you from Southwestern Ohio who are fans of Penn Station, mm-hmm. which how could you not be? That's, that's like the best, right? It's delicious. I got into Philadelphia, and I thought um, couldn't be much better than that, right? Right. So yesterday from lunch, I ventured out, not to the like touristy place, but a place that had like four and a half stars on Yelp by like three thousand people. Mm-hmm. And I got your standard run of the mill cheesesteak. Let me just say, folks. If I lived in this town, I would have a heart attack within 30 days. That good. Um, so I went there for lunch yesterday, grabbed myself a sandwich, came back, ate the sandwich, and thought, that is like top three things I have ever eaten. Wow. You know me, Todd. You know I travel a lot. I've eaten at a lot of places. I've, I've had the best of the best of foods in a lot of places. Yeah. It was so good that I thought, you know, my time in Philly is short. Let me go back. So today for lunch, I went back and I was looking through the menu and I saw what they refer to as the Texas cheesesteak. Uh-oh. What's on that? My man, it has now taken the place of the number one best thing I have ever eaten. No. Okay, so they start with the ribeye steak. Mm. Okay. Mm. They start and they kind of let it cook. They let it marinate. They put your herbs and spices on it. Mm. Then they start chopping it up. Mm. What's the worst part of a cheesesteak? I won't even wait. I'll tell you what the worst part is. 
when they don't chop it up right and you take a bite of the cheesesteak and all the cheesesteak comes out, yeah, you ain't getting that in Philly, bro. Mm. They take pride in chopping that up, mm. right? Yeah. So let me tell you about this Texas cheesesteak. If it were just a cheesesteak, I would tell you, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was amazing. So the Texas cheesesteak, while the steak is cooking on the flat top in the oil, mm-hmm. they're going to go on and they're going to put on barbecue sauce. Uh, uh. Now, when I say barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. I don't mean that they're taking the barbecue sauce at the end and just kind of slopping it over the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. While that those herbs and spices are marinating on the cooktop, mm-hmm. they're chopping up the steak inside of the barbecue sauce. Ah, uh, uh, delicious. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. it gets better. Okay. I, I am I am one one tenth of the way there. Oh, okay. So the buns these people get mm-hmm. are made fresh from the farm-to-table restaurant down the street. It would literally be probably the best piece of bread you've ever eaten, so just keep that in mind. But we ain't done with the cooktop. Okay. Are we done with the cooktop? I don't know. I haven't had it. No, we are not, son. Oh. Oh. Because let me tell you what else they do to this sandwich. Bacon. Uh, Can't go wrong with ribeye and bacon. So they take three strips of bacon... And they let it cook until it is fairly well done, you know, crunchy. Mm-hmm. And then they move it in to the barbecue ribeye concoction. Ah. All mm. right, my friend. So then what do they do? They take, a, pl- they take a, um, a covering. They go ahead and they pull out four pieces of white American cheese. Ooh. All right. So they, on the ribeye barbecue sauce bacon concoction, they're putting on white American and a ton of it. Nice. And they let that marinate and cook until, you know when some people, they cook your burger on the grill and they put cheese on it and it's just enough to stick? Yep. No, no, no. This is seeping down into the crevices. Ooh, nice. When they pull it off. So I'm about, I'm about done. But am I done, Todd? I don't, am I done? I don't think you're done. I'm not done. Oh. Because what do they put on the bun? What do they put on that bun, son? Uh, mayonnaise. I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow your mind. Nope, no, no mayonnaise. You ready for this? Uh, ketchup. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Yeah, I'm ready. What? Uh, your mind's about to be blown. Okay. Two words. Cream cheese. Cream cheese up in that piece. Mm. So you've got real ribeye steak cooked in very, very good Texas barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. So you got the sweetness going on there. And then, oh, wait, here's a chunk of crunchy bacon. Mm. Okay. Throw that crunchy bacon in there. And, oh, wait, I'm getting the taste of the of the cheese. And what is that seeping down through the sandwich? Mm. Hot cream cheese, son. Mm. Hot cream cheese. Oh. Jesus, you just made this fat guy hungry. I mean, 
I, I'm telling you, if I lived here, I would not see the end of the month because I would just eat. And you know that sandwich has to be like 2,000 calories. You know it does. Do you care, though? Nah. Probably not. Nope. I uh, don't even care. You know, I'm just going to put this out there. If I had that sandwich, I'd have to eat in the forest for the next week. I'm telling you. To get enough Carmen's, fiber. To get enough fiber to take care of that. <laughs> Carmen's cheesesteaks, folks. I am okay. not getting a dime from them. In fact, I've spent way too much money there over the last two days. Carmen's cheesesteaks. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, downtown. Nice. Do not leave town until you go get the Texas cheesesteak. That is the fat fable for the week. Nice. Yeah, you just made me hungry, though, so I'm going to have to eat now. I do what I do when I do what I do, son. There it is. There it is. That's awesome, though. All right. Anything else for the honkies out there? Man, I have nothing for the honkies. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Folks, I say it all the time. You are the very best of what we do. We appreciate you. Um, We uh, hope that you're getting a lot out of this every week. Honestly, our goal is just to make you laugh. Right. And so we hope we're doing that. I did find that we have a listener in Arkansas this week. Nice. Uh, Nice. Crazy. Nice. Crazy. So the honkies are popping up all over the all over the globe. That's awesome, okay. man. Yeah, we appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Honky out. Honky out.